happened on my 18th birthday when I got into a serious crash. That was my fault. I was driving home one day from Banchan. We just, I just was going home to drop off some chicken for my little sister when I was texting while driving. Oh my God. That's a big no-no, but I felt like such a rebel. And I felt like I was such a good driver that I could do it. But, you were a hero in your own life. <laughs> yeah. But I was looking down on my phone for a couple seconds, and some guy was stopped in front of me to let the other guy um, turn, and I hit him in the back. And I kind of like, uh, luckily I swerved a little bit, so it wasn't like a direct hit, but I kind of like nicked him. My car was beat up pretty bad, but his was okay. And uh, we kind of like turned into a street, and it was an old lady and an old, like, old man. And I, and I felt so scared, you know. You have that feeling when you get in your, your like first car crash. You feel like you were worried that you might hurt somebody or kill somebody. Yeah. You always get oh, that yeah. kind of fear. Oh yeah. And you were eighteen uh, years old. I was like, just yeah. You know, fresh. that's like fresh into adulthood. You know, that's when everyone starts thinking they're adults. And uh, yeah, get a little bit too cocky. Mm-hmm. I've been there as well. It's like one time I was uh, driving a little bit too fast in a neighborhood, like right when I first got my license. And uh, there was this person walking their dog, and I almost didn't see them, right? And, uh, you know, I was like, I got pretty scared that I was going to hit them or something, but I was able to, like, slow down and move over to the side before anything serious happened or anything like that. Yeah, luckily for my situation, no one was really hurt. I wasn't hurt. They weren't hurt. But I I thought for myself I was going to get myself, like, a a ticket or something. But in the end, uh, I got a nice lady cop, and she just let me off with a warning. So that was pretty nice because usually in those situations, people get like a ticket or something. You're at least like failure to be. Yeah, but I was like right. totally compliant and I was like screaming my head off. That was my fault. You know, you're not supposed to say that. It's your fault. Your insurance company told you not to do that. Right. But in, like, in a situation like that, whether you admit it or not is not, is not I mean, it was going to end out the same way. Yeah. Was, and so the lady probably felt bad for you. Yeah. Because it's you know, like, it's hard to. Not be responsible when you rear-end someone, I guess. Mm-hmm. that. <laughs> Speaking awesome. of us rear-ending, I've been saving this all day, so I didn't spoil it for the podcast. But you know what I saw on my way over here today? What? <laughs> okay, the fact that you started it with a rear-ending. <laughs> <laughs> but the variety oh, of rear-ending... <laughs> <laughs> the variety of rear-ending was quite unique. I saw someone rear-ended a unmarked cop car. Oh, no. <laughs> and I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> was it you, Chris? No, nah, it wasn't me. But I was like, damn, that sucks for you, dude. Like, that really sucks. It's like, it's bad enough that you rear-ended someone. Oh, yeah. But, but now, what are you going to do? Ask him not to call the cops? <laughs> too late. He's, the cops are already there. He'd been there. And it was his booty you wrecked. I mean, have you guys gone to a car accident before? I have not. I have quite an extensive story <laughs> on car crash. So Sunny, to my knowledge, is probably the safest driver I know, tied closely with Chris. Mm-hmm. Both uh, fairly good. They're, they're good drivers. I like to consider myself an adventurous driver. Mm-hmm. And uh, they can agree. So, oh, yeah. um, I've mellowed out since I met these guys. but um, I don't think I've ever driven with you a long time. And I haven't ridden in your, your pantmobile. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a story for another time. I think um, I've been in, like, every car that Ross has before. Like, I've been in all of them. Yeah, because, oh, wow. I mean, I got a big family, and so we, like, switch around cars all the time. And Sonny's always in... I think he's been in every single one of my vehicles. Yeah. 
mostly because he needs a ride to his car. <laughs> That's true, because he parked so far. Yeah, I parked far away from the campus. Not like in like any student parking or anything. I park in like a neighborhood. He parks far away, so someone's gotta give this poor bastard a ride. Yeah. Well, anyways, um, the first the first time I got into an accident was when I only had my learner's permit. Um, wow. Yeah, I think so. Actually, my, I might have had my last. I don't know. I was like seventeen years old. I know that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was me and my little brother in the car. And I looked down for just one second. I was trying to find my hat. Um, and I look up, and it was a red light. I slowed down. The impact was really small. Nothing really happened. But I tapped the guy. I tapped the guy enough that he was close enough to the next car, and I tapped them too. So it was, oh. it, was, it was a little bump that moved us a little bit. Yeah. Um, we checked the cars, and the dude in front of me. Uh, he checked his car. He's like, yo, my car's like kind of fine. It's like a little dent. Nothing's wrong. He checked my car. My car was fine. The lady in front, like two cars ahead of me, um, she got out and she had like a spanking new car. Like it was a nice car. Damn. And obviously she threw a hissy fit. Um, and we were just going to all call it quits and go home. And uh, But I mean, I was 17. I immediately started apologizing to both of them. So I'm so sorry. I wasn't paying attention. And she's like, um, I'm going to call the cops or whatever. And, I, and I, when I heard that, I'm like, oh, fuck me. But, you know, mm-hmm. I'm like, whatever. Okay, go for it. Cops came, um, looked at our cars, knew it was my fault, saw that I was, like, pretty young. And he's like, all right, you know what? Um, if there's no complaints at all, I'm just going to let this slide. Because there's also, like, no one got hurt. And all the cars look fine, too. The lady was like, um, he gave us all a sheet of paper. Like, we put our names or the info, all that good stuff. And on one part, there was this checkbox. Is um, I forgot what the exact wording, but it said reason to file or whatever. And we all checked no. But that lady said, there's a scratch on my car and everything. The cop went and says, lady, there's nothing there. So he checked it no for her. <laughs> and so this one was a lot younger. Um, and, you know, I pretty much got off scot-free that one time. Wow. And this is a long, long time ago. It was, really, it was really small, but it was still a little jarring. But uh, that was kind of a one-time event. And then nothing really happened until college so i started working at this at this one place um i was basically a tutor and to tutor at different schools sometimes in their main place and i'd have to drive between places now this is a three-part story like that's how crazy this shit is um the first time and i was driving from uh, a storage facility with like a bunch of extra computers and equipment to go to a school um i was almost run off the road i was in the far far left lane I was like 5, 6 p.m., you know, there was like very little traffic because I was going to a school. And there was a car on my right that probably just didn't see me. And you you guys have probably had this experience when they merge into your lane without a lot of warning. Oh, yeah. Right. Thing was, I was driving um, a fairly dinky little car. It was a little red Toyota Yaris. It was a stick shift. So it looked, it was very small. It It was only two doors. F-150 on my right, you know, so I got scared. It came into my lane, and I react, reactively went left. There's yeah. no more left to go, so you know those that kind of part of the road that makes a loud noise when you go over it? It's like mm-hmm. a bunch of bumps. Mm-hmm. So I went on that, went into the shoulder, and I was okay. That car was okay. There was no actual contact, but I, I was so angry and pissed, and then all that got relieved immediately when I heard siren right behind me. Oh, wow. The, the, there was a cop nearby, and he saw that shit. And... uh you know, it pulls both out. We talked a little bit and he just told me, all right, you're good. You can go. So I left. However, in that interval, when he was talking to the other driver, 
maybe give him a ticket, maybe give him a warning. I don't know what happened. I had to call the school and I'm like, yo, I almost got a car accident. I'm going to be late. And this, I didn't work directly for the school. I worked for a company that will send tutors out to schools. Right. So there was like a coordination, coordination thing. And it would be really bad if I went late or anything happened. But they were like, oh, car accident, you're fine. So I ended up going to school, making it surprisingly on time because it was only like a couple extra minutes. And I go in and then the lady's like, there's, there's the, my coordinator there and the students. And they're like, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. All right, let's start. It's like, man, I told them all about how you almost died. I was like, like <laughs> yo, they're kids. No. I just... <laughs> all right. He couldn't make it. He almost died today. He's in the hospital. And I walk in like, hi, guys. <laughs> okay, so that was the first part. And that was like, like thank God. I, I you know, it could have it could have been a lot worse. And it turned out really fine. Yeah. Right? Same job. <laughs> a little later. I'm driving this time. Um, this time it's completely my fault, right? So I'm driving uh, down a road, and it's like a three-lane road, and I check my phone. And this is what happens: I check my phone, and if only I knew Sunny story beforehand. <laughs> but anyways, um, I look up, and it turns out it's a red light, and I'm still going the normal 30, 40 speed. It's it's a local road, so I slam my brakes. And I know immediately I'm not going to stop my car in time. It's going to hit. So what I do is I veer, I like, you know, veer right. And in between the two lanes, I drive. Like between the lane on Murray and the lane I was in. Mm, and my small ass car fits. Oh, wow. However, this guy had a large pickup truck. I don't know what it was, but it was large enough that his back taillight was the same height as my mirror. So and, your mirror hits the taillight. Yes. And... It hits. Uh, we heard a loud noise, obviously, and my mirror snaps off. Mm. So, obviously, I get out. I apologize to the guy. I say, yo, it's completely my fault. All that good stuff. This is more recent. This is in college. This is a few years ago. And, I mean, I didn't feel like all those... I didn't feel a crazy, crushing, you know, stone of responsibility or authority, like, coming down on me. But I felt the jitters. I'm like, no, what have I done? What have I done, right? Yeah. So, like... And so also, it wasn't my car. It's my dad's car. So oh, obviously, there's no, that no. too. I'm like, man, I'm so fucked. <laughs> so I, I talk to the guy. Uh, we both pull off to the side, and then I pick up my mirror. <laughs> <We're> just, <laughs> <laughs> it was a nice mirror. Yeah. Let me just spit this up real quick. Well, I mean, there's a, there's a little bit of a mirror pieces on the ground too, right? Mm. So I want to make sure those don't debris. So we just get off the side. We talk a little bit. And his car is completely fine. Yeah, it's a big car. <laughs> um, the yeah. only damage that could have happened is maybe the, sh- the glass around his backlight might have shattered, but it didn't. And he's like, my car is completely fine. My car, okay, his car was completely fine. Mine was also completely fine, minus the mirror. But when the mirror flew off, it like scraped with a teeny line. But other than that, my car was also completely fine. And again, I had to be like, how many chances has God giving me, man? Like, yeah, I'm like, it's just progressively, incrementally more. <laughs> right? Oh, oh, these stories are over. Yeah. Um, so he was cool with it. We were cool with it. And he's like, you know what? And he was a little older. And by a little older, I don't mean like 57. I think maybe like 30, 40. Okay. Right? So, I mean, just a little older than me. And he's like, kids these days. He was like really angry, but not at me, just at the situation. He's like, he wasn't frustrated for himself. He was fr- frustrated for me, kind of. Hmm. He's like, why would you have to do that? Like, don't you know that like, you could have died, this, that? And those are making me feel more bad because I knew <laughs> that. And I was already beating myself up over uh-huh. it. And he's like, you're probably on your phone. He just kind of slid that in there as he was talking. And that I was like, that made my heart spike a little bit. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. it was. Yeah. 
Um, but everything turned out fine. Uh, just for the next few weeks until we, it was like $40 part just for, just for the hinge to put the mirror back. Yeah. Um, the only thing I have to worry about is cause you already look over your left sh- shoulder when you go left. It wasn't too bad. Like, um, if I lost my right mirror, that would have been a lot harder. Cause that's like, like, um, you rely on your right mirror more than left mirror. Yeah. Cause in left mirror, you also have to turn your head anyways. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, just for a, a week or two, it was kind of rough. And after that, everything was fine. Um, I ended up quitting my job at the tutor place. Uh, not, not for those reasons at all. Um, I ended up quitting just for my own reasons. You know, I worked there, got a little bit of experience. Um, college got busy, all that good stuff. You know, I actually did quit a job because I was like scared to drive all over the place. Really? really? Yeah. Like I used to be a canvasser, which means you just go door to door, kind of advertising to people, right? Trying to promote products. But the locations that I had to go to were these neighborhoods all over the area, like all over the greater area. So I would sometimes have to drive like 30 minutes to an hour just to get to these neighborhoods. And so I was doing a lot of driving as someone who only had their license for less than a year. Mm. And so I actually did quit because I was like, you know what? I've had a lot of like close calls already and I'm clearly like not really at the level I should be to be doing this job. So I'm, I'm going to, what do you mean by close calls? Like peace out. Like, one time I thought I was going to roll my car because oh, huh? so I was like pretty like new to the driving and I was using Google Maps obviously to get to the location because I've never been to these places. They're all over the fucking place. And so my thing is like in in like 50 feet, like turn right or something like that. And I'm like, I didn't have a good perception of how far away that was. 50 feet is like break right the fuck now. Yeah. So it, it was like longer. So say say like it was like a quarter mile or something okay, like yeah, that. Yeah. And like in like a quarter mile, turn right. And I was like, oh, that was a, I got about a minute or two. No, I was like, quarter mile? I probably went that far already. Oh, so I like oh. fucking, I like yeet <laughs> into the nearest like right turn that it happens to be there. And of course it's like, it's like way too soon. Like I definitely mm-hmm. had a lot longer time that I could have. But I was like, I didn't give myself enough time to slow down for this turn, and I did. I I basically just took this turn at like thirty or forty miles an hour, Ooh. like a right turn, and I was I was driving a Jeep, and those are like oh, so you top you, heavy. You, you felt the whole thing. Yeah, those are top chill. heavy. So I was like, oh god, like I thought I was gonna roll the fucking thing, and of course my heart was like going after that, you know, <laughs> and so uh, god crazy. Yeah, so I was yeah I was pretty. I mean I was only I must have been. Just turning sixteen, maybe maybe a little bit later than that. Maybe well, a little was older. Hella early. Yeah, I was. I mean, this is like this was like my first job, job. I think so. Mm, wow. Yeah. All right. Well, um, so after I I, yeah, <laughs> after I quit my job, um, like a couple of weeks later, maybe like a month later, my, my manager, my direct manager, like called me up, and it's like because we were on really good terms. Like we talked, we were chill. We were more than just coworkers. We we're definitely like. Whenever she had issues with like directing other people, because I was a lead, she would hey she would ask you, why did this person leave our job, or why did this person feel bad? Um, because I mean, I was cool with some of the people there. Uh, I end up she ended up calling me up and say, hey, do you ever want to consider like coming back or whatever? Mm-hmm. Um, or if not, we can just meet up and talk a little bit. I'm like, all right, you know that works perfectly fine. Um, so we decide to we decide on a time, 11 a.m. on a certain day. I leave and. By the way, I at this job, I had a history of, not a history, but I'd say I, I would consistently arrive like a few minutes late. Mm-hmm. And um, obviously that's not very professional, but like I worked really well in evenings, but the early morning shifts I hated. <laughs> so anyways, it was 11 a.m. And I'm like, you know what? If this is the last time I'm going to see this person, I'm going to be on time. 
I'm going to at least give them that honor, right? So I leave well in time. And I am about, I want to say, six, seven minutes away. And it is 10.50 or 10.45. And I'm like, I'm going to make it well in time. I'll park. I'm not going to run into the door like I sometimes do. I'll walk up and feel good about it. Right. right? And, I'll, I'll, I'm, I'll, and I was already made a plan not to work there. Like, I, I was going to be respectful about it. But also, I wanted to catch up. Oh, my God. And this is where it gets super spicy. It's a two-lane road. Right? There is a left lane that goes straight and a right lane that also goes straight but in about a quarter mile ish or whatever it, it turns to the right only so gotcha. most people merge into the left mm. and what does that mean for the majority of traffic the left lane is kind of blocked everyone's slow or stopped because the red light the right lane is flowing why because people are making that right turn or no one's in there because mm-hmm. everyone most people want to go straight here uh-huh. i i believe i didn't need to go no i didn't i didn't have to take that straight i didn't have to go straight i was making that right but I didn't even reach it. Somewhere in the middle, on the left, there was a gap in that left lane. A nice person, because the red line created a huge line of cars, the red light created a huge line of cars, they left a space for people to go through mm-hmm. at like mini intersections without lights, just like neighborhoods and stuff for people to get out. Right. So from the oncoming traffic side, a lady makes a left turn right in front of me. Oh, no. Right in front of me. And a collision occurs. And it, I didn't T-bone her, and she didn't hit me. It was like both of the front of our cars hit. Mm. They like kissed each other. Yeah, they kissed. Well, well, she was in mid-turn, so it was, at, it was still perpendicular-ish. <clears throat> so a right? side kiss. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she did the little head turn. <clears throat> right. <clears throat> and uh, I dragged her car just a little bit forward, but since my car's smaller, mine also gets dragged to the side. Mm-hmm. So we both just dragged diagonally off a little bit into that side street that she was turning into. Mm-hmm. Um, it was bad enough that those debris, debris everywhere. And my first thought was just not again. I'm going to be absolutely honest with you. Usually there's, there's a shock and then it's like, you feel bad for one reason or another. And this time, this time there was none of the feel bad. This was just, I wanted to see like anger. I was frustrated. I'm like, why? And then, and then the next thought was, I need to get out of here because because the first thing I perceived after I gained my sense a little bit, because I didn't realize it was it was it was it was kind of a hard hit. Um, I didn't I don't even remember my head hitting or oh by the way the the the, um, the airbags hit my face all that mm. good stuff. I didn't realize that. I was looking up and it, it felt like a blink. Right. Yeah. And the next thing I'm just up and not moving. You're like what the fuck just happened? <laughs> yeah. No, it was yeah. fast. And then I yeah. remembered it happening, but I didn't, I didn't perceive it happening. Anyways. Yeah. The first thing I perceived after that when I got my bearings around me. Um, I start smelling smoke. And I'm like, this is bad. And I looked at the airbag, and there's a cut in the airbag uh. with something coming out. And then, I don't know why I think this way, but I usually think in random facts. Like, every once in a while, I just spit out random facts, you guys, for no reason. And the one I remembered was the the thing they use for airbags was jet fuel. Mm-hmm. It's because it's, it's like a fast exploding thing. Whatever. I forgot mm-hmm. what it was. Was it jet fuel? Yeah. Okay. It something about beams. I know that for sure. Damn, sorry. <laughs> okay, so I, I just remembered like a random fact, and I'm like, this is probably not good for me. I need to get out. Right. So, so I open the left door, and I open it. doesn't open all the way. It only cracks out like half a foot, and I can't squeeze through that. And I'm like, what the fuck? So I push it, I push it, and then it, and it has to kick it like really hard mm-hmm. before like, it gives away. And it turns out the left door and the right door were jammed because the front of my car was pushed back. Uh, the, 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 the cover, mm-hmm. the, um, the body was 
shoved back and crumpled into, you know, the sides a little bit. So for me, it was like a full-on frontal hit almost, right. especially mm-hmm. on the left side. So I managed to like creak it open. It's like resisting. Mm-hmm. And then I get out and I take like two steps and I'm just like, I just breathe out. I don't even have time to think about the other person for a second. I just breathe out. And then I hear an are you okay from behind me. Um, this big Jeep with this, 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 uh, these two ladies, they look like mother and daughter. Um, like, are you okay? And I was like, Oh, were you part of the crash? Like, no, no, no. They just parked on the side and saw us cause they were there. Right. So that was really nice of them. And, uh, nice and then the, the younger lady went over to the other car and tr- tried helping that lady out. And, and the lady that I hit or that we hit each other, she was like pushing 60, 70. Mm, she was older. That's what I thought oh, at the time. This is what I thought at the time. She was pushing it. We get her out, and she is like hysterical. She's like, like she's almost blaming me. It's like, why did you come? Why did this that? And when I told her, yo, I had the right of way. I didn't even see you coming. It was just a straight. You just came in out of nowhere. Uh, she said the guy gave me the go. So oh, basically, that's like rookie this, mistake, dude. Yeah, and that's that's when I felt like okay, that's when I started getting some of my sympathy back. Like, damn. Wait, that, so the so the guy. Okay, so yeah, so lane. let me let me explain what that means. Because I was in the right lane, and there was no traffic in the right lane because there was a someone car going. Someone on the left side. Yeah, someone on the go. left side who was stopped because it was a red light on that side. Um, probably gave gave her like a hand signal. Right, you can go. Yeah. Without seeing me coming. Didn't take you into it. Yeah. And then. I, by the way, I could not see that the opposite of the road because there was a line of cars in the way. And, and she couldn't and see there was, you. And there was probably no way she could have seen me either. Mm-hmm. And so she just went. And that was terrible. And she she had a, just minor lacerations on, of, around her legs because of, you know, just hitting the thing. Mm-hmm. And um, she was pretty much okay. She was pretty much okay physically. But mentally, she was, like, not with it. She was, like, getting angry Freaking at everybody. Out. Yeah. Um, I was only able to not like immensely break down or whatever because of those two random ladies, really the mom, the mom and the daughter that like helped out, and they're like, "All right, you're feeling okay. All right, just come over here. We we moved moved like some of the debris and everything." And uh, it turned out it turned out okay. The cops came. Um, it was clearly her fault, not mine. And I mean, I knew that, but still, it was really nice to be validated by an officer, right? Yeah, like, sure. This is one way I don't want to fuck up. Like, it's already bad enough as it is. Um, an, an ambulance came for obvious reasons, just to make sure we're okay. Um, they kept saying, "Hey, do, do you need anything? Do you need water? Do you want band-aids? I'm like, "No, I'm good. No, I'm good. No, I'm good." And that's just my way of trying to like avoid more conflict or whatever. Yeah. But uh, the daughter was an EMT, and the mother was like, push, "Like, you know, she was older, but the daughter was an EMT, and she's like, "Yo, they'll give you like just a band-aid. Like, you have cuts on your hand." And I looked down, and there's cuts all over my hands. Oh wow. Um, and it turns out it's because when I crashed, my hands went past the wheel. You know, like the buttons and stuff. Yeah. It just kind of mashed against that. Oh, wow. So I had random cuts and it was like bruising. And I only just start feeling that. I didn't really register. I think you're just like, so much adrenaline was going through your body. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. You yeah. wanted to feel it. Oh, wait, everything was coursing, man. I was, Absolutely. So that's why I was angry for like a while. It's like, I just, I was, I just wanted to like punch something. Yeah. Not yeah. my car. I, I could have punched my car. It couldn't have gotten any worse. I definitely get that. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Um, and so, so I. Oh, can I get a Band-Aid? And they give me a Band-Aid, they wrap it up. And then I realize when I'm when she's holding my hand, my whole hand is shaking. Not oh, my left wow, hand, just yeah. my right hand. Yeah. Because it probably jammed really hard or something. Well, I mean, that's also a result of just the energy coursing oh, true, through your body true. at that point. Yeah. It's I like mean, I can't, and that happens even now, like after like a really good game of League. <laughs> <laughs> it really gets you going. <laughs> or, or a really bad one. Well, anyways, um, 
and the lady demands an ambulance and the ambulance is already there for you know just in case um and she's like i need an ambulance i'm really hurt and they're trying to calm her down first yeah because she's really not that hurt at all she's uh perceiving it as being a lot worse than it is yeah mm -hmm. um and at, at some point she kind of admits not admits fault but she kind of realizes and accepts that it's her fault yeah and she's having a hard time dealing with that because now she knows obviously like payments and other shit that has to happen now yeah and so, then there's also the, the added depth of guilt when you when you kind of come to terms with that well like not to not to make this sound you know racial by by any means but she was she sounded and acted very much like a very like an entitled white lady like oh, yeah. she was blaming me like the entire time the, well the older the yeah the older you get as a and it wasn't, it, and I, that's why I said I don't want to make it racial, but it's, it wasn't because of that. It was because she was older. Yeah. And she just was like, you should have seen me, stuff like that. It had nothing to do with it. Like, she was just stubborn, I, I guess I could say. Yeah, She yeah. was just stubborn and stuck in her ways a little bit. Yeah, the generational gap. Yeah, so the cops came, um, and uh, this was a completely new process to me. The whole paperwork and everything, like, the cops have to do it on their own too, right? So this guy, he was really nice to us. He did the paperwork for each of our three cars individually. The third car, the one behind us, wasn't even part of it. But because they're a witness, he wanted to take their testimony and stuff. Oh, right? yeah. Um, and he just took a picture of all three and asked for a number. He sent me the pictures. And I'm like, I don't have to write any of this shit. He's like, nah. And I'm like, that's so nice. Anyways, yeah. He Wait, made... so the third, was the third witness the guy that told her to go? Or was it? The third car, the witness. That was the, the was, two ladies, it was, right? It was, it, was uh, a, it was a girl who worked as an EMT right. um, at some university. I forgot what it was. And then her mom, who just happened to be with her at the time. Oh, okay. Right. So um, the daughter probably made her stop. Yeah, yeah. He's like, yo, yeah. yo, let's make sure these guys are okay. Makes sense. Yeah, she's, yeah. A, she's a good EMT. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then, and then like, she she helped me first with like you know, the bandages and bandages bandages, and then she went over to a lady and tried to help her up, you know, making sure she was good. She knew what she was doing. Clearly, yeah, she yeah. sounds like it. But yeah, then got EMT to stay. Um, yeah, a fire a fire truck came and blocked lucky. off like half the road, and that made me feel like so. I don't know. I don't want to say secure, but it made me just feel nice because now there's no more cars coming. Because every time a car whizzed by, I I just felt you know. The stairs or something? Not the stairs. No, I'm like, I felt like I was going to hit. I don't know yeah. why. I was oh, still, you're I was a little, little paranoid. Yeah, I was a little paranoid, a little traumatized. Right yeah, now like induced from the, the crash. Yeah, that makes sense. Man, this is, this is fucking like, this sucks. And then after the cop leaves me and he's done with my stuff, he's going to take the testimony, like take the picture and send it to the other lady. I suddenly get a brief like moment to myself. I'm not in the car. I'm out of the car, everything. I have a brief moment to myself. I'm like, this sucks. But I have an appointment. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I pull out my phone, which is still in my pocket and everything, which is nice. I pull out my phone, and it's like oh, two minutes past 11. Oh, wow. So the, all of that happened within that short time frame, huh? It happened within, a, I'd say, 20 minutes. So this happened at 11, uh, 1046. The crash occurred at 1046. And I remember that because I had to write that down a lot of times during this. You know, paperwork. Oh, wait, wait. Okay, I see, I see. So your, your like, arrival time was set to be, like, 11... No, my arrival time... Or, so, or something like that? It was going to be, like, 10.55. 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, oh, like, yeah, just, okay. like, I was going to have a few minutes, and I was going to feel good about it. The, okay, okay, I see what you're saying. So... so it, I wasn't there yet, yeah, yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. So I still had a good, like, a couple of minutes. Um, so she probably just thought you were fashionably late again? Yes, that's so. It was, like, 11 or 2, 11 or 3, and so she, and she sends me a text. Yeah. And uh, we... Um, <laughs> you should have sent her a picture. <laughs> Funny you mentioned that. I did. <laughs> so here's the thing. We usually communicate through um, like uh, Slack or whatever company yeah. thing they were using at the time. They, they switched it a few times. Uh -huh. um, but this time she sent me a text because, you know, I was not working there anymore. Right. And she sent me a text saying, hey, um, just to let you know, uh, 
we set a date for like an appointment. She was not being rude or like, you know, passive aggressive. Not, none of that. She was just reminding me because the appointment was a loose appointment. It was very informal. Like, hey, just drop by anytime. But she right. said 11 and I wanted to be there. Uh, and I'm like, yo, uh, so something came up. I might not be able to make it, but if you step outside and look left, you'll see me. <laughs> and I sent her a picture of my busted front car. And that's a pretty tremendous like (laughs) like that's pretty cool like i felt really cool about it yeah but i had not it was my only saving grace man i had to do something to feel cool yeah of course i was feeling like shit yeah um so i ended up just looking at my car and the front is so mushed oh my god oh when the 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 fire truck when they were examining my car they said any fluids they looked under the car nothing and they said toyotas have this thing you know it was a toyota yaris um where upon being crushed um the engine will sometimes just drop a little bit oh yeah it's, it kind of merged the thing. Um, that's so it doesn't get pushed into your lap and you burn to death, for one. And two, it's so it doesn't explode. Huh. Right? And it says it worked, like, perfectly. Thank you, Toyota. Thank you, yeah, thank you Toyota. It worked perfectly because the front was so mush that, like, how'd you get out of the car? And then they saw that the, that, like, kind of red, it was a red car, that, like, cover on the front was, like, bent out of shape. It's like, yeah, I had to push my way out. And it's like, well, how? I was like, well, I mean, I panicked. <laughs> <laughs> I found I found strength. I got out. <laughs> like fuck yeah. this. I'm not staying there because there was some smoke coming out of the thing. Fight or flight. Yeah. Yeah. I got scared. And they're like, "Well, so good news is like you're relatively okay. Like other than minor like scratches on both people, we're both completely fine. Um, and also, I would be fine legally and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. The, sure. The only thing so the only thing that happened now was the paperwork, and now we're getting that winded down. And I look, and this part of my front is just missing. You know that gate on your car? Mm-hmm. There's like a little piece of missing. And I, and I kind of look through the debris, and I pick up. You know how the Toyota has that symbol? It's like yeah. a circle? Yeah, yeah. It's perfect. Wow, really? It popped out. It didn't break or bend or... You keep it? I have it. Yeah, I have it with nice. me. I'll, I'm going to send a picture with it. I have it. I saved it. That's awesome. It's in my room right now. <laughs> and I'm like, you know, I can really attach a belt to it. Yeah, of course. And, and be like that. Or I can just keep it as a memento at the time I almost died. <laughs> we'll put it down in the description below yeah no yeah I'll, I'll definitely throw a picture of that um so i kept that and then now now, <coughs> now, now everything's being cleared up traffic's like flowing more freely mm-hmm. and suddenly my manager and one of my co-workers that i was really close with like my favorite co-worker were suddenly right there oh wow and it's like Haraz, what the fuck <laughs> my manager does not curse <laughs> but like yo what the fuck what happened oh by the way um how far i was away from my destination I want to say an eighth of a mile. Mm-hmm. Wow, you're really close. Two to three minutes walk. I could have walked the rest of the way. Right. Like it was that next right turn I just needed to take, and it was in that that like area. Yeah. They come out and it's like, what the heck? Like, and I check my phone, and when I text the picture, she texts back like, oh my god, I was okay. Like, and I didn't respond to any of that because I was busy. Oh yeah. Right, because I just put it back on pocket, and so I felt bad for giving anxiety. <laughs> but she came out, and we we started talking, and um. I mean, we didn't catch up much because it was more, what the fuck happened? How did this happen? And talking about it. And then she kind of, it was kind of awkward silence. And then she was like. Well, I'm, I'm quitting today. And, uh, <laughs> so, so, so good news. The awkward <laughs> silence, I didn't have to break it. She broke it. She's like, I'm going to assume you're not going to work with us anymore. And I'm like, yeah. He's like, I kind of already knew that. I just wanted to try, you know. And I'm like, yeah. I'm not going to be driving for a while either. <laughs> Clearly. So that worked out. Um, and yeah. I called my little brother. He. Gave me a ride home. Yeah. Called insurance. Did all that good. Did all that good stuff. Everything turned out fine. But man, 
I'm gonna tell you right now, and you guys already know this, but for all you listeners, that was my favorite car. <laughs> I love that little car. It didn't have power windows. I had to, I had to like break my shoulders opening it every time, but I loved it. Yeah, that that was that was that was the, a good car. That was the triple deluxe, <laughs> the three book Sega of me progressively fucking myself over, and and then eventually my car. Oh, my car became un, undrivable. Um, they totaled. couldn't. Yeah, it was total. They couldn't drive. They couldn't drive it. Um, they couldn't even start the engine. It was dragged off to a place, um, uh, like um, tow yard. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we had to go back later and retrieve my stuff from it because of my school stuff. And uh, yeah, everything turned out fine. Um, there was, I mean, there's one more tidbit. It was a legal part of it. I was subpoenaed. What does that mean? Okay, so uh, I'm gonna give you the g- g- generic definition. It's basically when the court says come to court. Oh. <laughs> or you, or you get you gain a free, you you get a free felony <laughs> like oh well. you don't have to commit a felony but like if you're subpoenaed it's it's a court order saying come uh-huh. to court okay right so it's like jury duty yeah and I'm like what the fuck what did I do so I'm reading it and reading I'm like and and it's referencing that date it's referencing this is a couple weeks after it's referencing that date that location you know as a lady's name and I'm like what's going on and then I realize no 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 it's not me versus her it's the county. Versus her. So basically, they're probably just filing a charge against her, and they subpoena me as a witness. Gotcha. Oh, okay. And I'm like, do I have to go? Well, I'm subpoenaed. I do have to go. So I end up deciding to miss class on another morning. And I, by the way, if I didn't mention it before, I'll mention it. I think I did. I, I'm terrible at timings in the morning. So I have to wake up, actually look okay. <laughs> Come in your pajamas. See, no, see, I, I decided that day not to wear pajamas. It was a big decision. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I go to court. I end up late. I'm like 10 minutes late, and it's not because I was late. I parked on time. I had a couple minutes. The line was just long. Oh, and sure. I forgot when it comes to traffic court violations and stuff, um, most of the dates are put together. Yeah. Right there yeah, on yeah. specific dates. So there's a lot of other people there. Yeah. And I was stupid enough to forget that, and I'm just waiting in line like an idiot. Finally get up there. I'm like, okay, here's my paper. It's like stapled, and here's why I'm here. Um, where's the courtroom? And he's like, oh, she takes a stamp and just, and I look at it, it says paid. So basically, um, the lady paid whatever the violation was oh i see so she wouldn't even have to come to court and i'm just holding that piece of paper missed class the class i actually cared about got up early i'm here like wearing stamp yeah and i'm like why don't you just tell me yeah that sucks i was like fuck this shit <laughs> it was it was just a roller coaster of un 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 good things unfortunate occurrences but that last one was a definite kicker um, but I will say, salt in the wind. Uh, when when my dad found out, and like when we we told the family and stuff, when he sent the pictures of the car, they're like, "If the car looks like that, how are you alive?" And I'm like, "Yeah, the front got crushed. I don't know, but like it, it was bad. It was terrible. No one thought I would get unscathed. Like you didn't like crush your legs and lose nothing. Like nah, Sometimes, I lost my dignity a little bit. But yeah, you always like see those kind of like pictures online and like." Anything you see, like this car completely just fucking total and shit, and then you look at the person, he's like he totally just, fine. They just crawl out or whatever. It's pretty know. amazing. I mean, you really like have an... to hand it to the the engineers that make the cars, like all the safety features. Got hands of God, man. <laughs> like yeah. a little bit too. Like sometimes I feel like I was just lucky. Um, somebody's watching over. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, what, yeah, you ever feel like you have a certain like, I don't know if you want to call it like a superpower or a certain like facet of life you feel especially lucky at. Like I'm sure for you, it's maybe it's like the car accident stuff. Well, for me, I'm not called those. L- l- 
the surviving part was lucky, but I know what you're talking about, that feeling, and I do have that, but not not the cars. Oh, what do you have it for? Um, well you brought it up. I wanna hear I wanna hear. <laughs> well Okay. <laughs> I'll talk about mine then. I have this unique ability to hit every green light like probably over seventy five percent of the time. Yeah, fuck you, Chris. <laughs> That's not me, man. Wait, All of a sudden I don't think you're lucky. <clears throat> Because then I'd be lucky too. Oh yeah. I think I think the majority of people are just unlucky, <laughs> like Sunny. Yeah. That's I like hate red lights consistently. Yeah, like I, I know I, you I do. Don't. I know Riza does too. Every I swear to God, every I, time Riza's in my car, she brings her bad luck with her too. Oh. And so every time I'm driving with her, we hit every single traffic light, or we'll hit like most of them, right? Mm-hmm. Like on average, yes, we're gonna stop. But if it's just me, like driving from place to place, I. That's like when I was pulling into school today, not only did I get a green light perfectly on, uh, you know, the main road there, uh-huh. and then uh, the, the green arrow, you usually have to wait there at the yeah, green yeah. arrow. I got it that too. Like, I just what? went like, okay, that's super Chris. lucky. That never happened. <laughs> so yeah, lucky. And, and I got like, I got like really close parking. Like, like I, <clears throat> I just get, I'm really lucky with like, uh, like green lights. Like for me, I'm a highway goer because I live a little farther away, so I don't take the local roads. Like um, I know, Sunny, you do when you get mm-hmm. when you come here, or like pretty much a lot, a lot of people around here. Um, so I hate red lights. Like I hate intersections. I hate the whole thing. Mm-hmm. I especially hate it when people are cross the street. I don't hate them. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not like the guy who revs their engine. At everybody, no. Uh, but it's just like I have to wait an extra twenty seconds, yeah. and I'm just looking at the timer. Nah, I'm super lucky with green lights though. Like, okay. I'm not. So like I don't know why, but. Early, like I used, so I had a summer job this year, and is me just you know maintaining like water pipes and all this stuff, or like paying hydrants. That's what that was my job description for the summer. Mm-hmm. But I, since my job is doing with all the like maintenance all stuff, I have to go early to like avoid all the like cars and stuff for the pipes and stuff. Yeah, and so I'm heading to work. I don't know why, but the way I go to work, I consistently hit red lights. Not Every even, single time. You're not even going somewhere fun. You're going to work. Yeah, I'm going yeah, to work. Red lights to work. And there's like nobody there. There's like, I'm going at like 6 a.m. in the morning when yeah, there's like yeah, nobody's you, even you outside. Yeah, no cars or and consistently I hit red lights. I don't know why. Because, you know, you always have to wait for that one dinky car that's waiting for the light. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, I don't know so why annoying. when I'm driving, red light. And I wait for that one light. I'm like, okay. And I'm like, all right. I drove like a couple of like two minutes. Red light. <laughs> and it's always just that this one stretch of road. There's like eight red lights. I hit seven out of eight of those lights consistently every oh single day. And I think to myself, like, I swear, if I don't hit, if I, if I just get green for all throughout this thing, it'll take me like 20 minutes to get to work. It takes me 40 minutes to get to work because I hit every single goddamn red light. It pisses me off so much. I, I'm like... Sometimes I want to quit my job just because I like, I hit these red lights. It's so annoying. Oh god! It's so bad. Like my luck with like uh, traffic street lights are just so bad. That's terrible, man. Yeah, can't. can't Why are you laughing? Can't relate. It pissed me off so much. I'll tell you what, man. In the summertime, so the beauty about summer is that all the kids are, like, out of school, right? So yeah. there's no buses, there's no kids going to high school and, like, all this fucking traffic for, mm-hmm. like, 10 minutes maybe, and then it's, like, cleared because everyone goes at the same time, right? You never have to worry about that. So, like, every every day this summer, I would, like, leave my neighborhood, there'd be no oncoming traffic on either road, mm-hmm. and I'd just, like, turn, i hit the major highway, and I would just go. 
I would get there in like twelve to like eighteen minutes, you know, in that right. in that range. But now it takes me like it, it's closer to like half an hour now because there's so much fucking people, you know. It's pretty rough. But uh yeah. Sometimes I forget that school nights. buses and like children in general exist. I know, right? Like, because um his like, you know, through history well, not history, but like <laughs> I would always take classes like in the evenings. I'd always um because high school was a fucking drag. Yeah. Uh, if I was put back on the cl- on that clock where I had to wake up that early and then end the school day that early. Yeah. And leave at three o'clock, my day's starting now. Right? <laughs> right. It's like this is where interesting stuff happens. Right? It's unless about I'll, eight PM, so yeah, it's unless, time for Ross to go to school. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I like saying like it's just always avoiding traffic. And that habit became such a thing that now I'm taking a couple morning classes and I just feel like, wow. I I have a class at um ten thirty AM and I leave. At like five, damn. Just so I okay, that's a lie. Six, maybe six. I get there's no traffic, no kids. I come straight to school. I have an extra two, I have extra couple hours to burn. Yeah, but I just sleep, or I just pull out my laptop, start playing some games. Yeah, yeah. Usually but, I should sleep for that time, but I don't. But I, I, either way, I'm like, you know, I'm not gonna deal with the eight nine p.m. Sorry, eight nine a.m. traffic. Yeah, it's, it's really it bad. It's it's terrible, man. But um, speaking of authorities keeping us alive, I remember once. Uh, you had something, you had a story about something. Something. That's <laughs> something, descriptive. Something health related. No, it, so you, you, I remember you mentioned, uh, you had a story about like when you were lifting. Tell tell, tell me that story because I, I remember uh, vaguely, like, but it was a good story. In in the vein of close encounters. Yeah, yes, so this, yeah, is, yeah. this is like nothing car related at all. But I, I from this day that it happened forward, totally believe in like, guardian angels or like divine intervention or something Mm -hmm. like that because of how how just the set of circumstances that came about because of this is insane so one night i was lifting with my buddy and uh we were doing some chest and so i was doing bench press and i was doing like a pyramid set so i was going from like i think i was doing like like a descending pyramid so i was doing like 10 reps and then i was doing like nine and then eight or something like that and so i get all the way down to like the last couple you were doing descending pyramid yeah something like that maybe i was doing ascending i actually don't remember how it works a pyramid is both an ascend and descent or descent then an ascent oh yeah so a pyramid would be five then seven then nine reps then back to down to eight to seven five so i was on the descending portion okay. of it right yeah, yeah whatever i was doing that day just ascending yeah this was like a couple of years ago now probably like three or four years ago all right like freshman year anyway so yeah i was like i was on the latter half of that so my my arms and my chest were toast right like i was so mm-hmm. i was so tired and so i'm i'm finishing up my last thing i'm not having a spotter or anything which is like where was your friend he was uh doing something else he was right. doing a incline like dumbbells mm-hmm. sorry, and i was doing like the single <laughs> sunny was, sun, sun, sunny my was buff, trying to, my body just sunny was too busy getting as swole as, as he is now to worry about chris sunny he's too busy with the ladies in the gym <laughs> <laughs> that's true that's true so he doesn't pay any mind to me i look like a damn shrimp <laughs> but um yeah, so while Sonny was getting babes, I was <laughs> I was like No, I was not there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like barely getting this fucking bar up, right? And so as I'm as I'm hitting the the end of this set and I'm about to rack the the uh the barbell again, right? Mm-hmm. I put it up and then I hear it click. And All I right. feel it, 
right, and it so feels good. It feels secure in my head. Uh-huh. And normally, when I finish doing a set like that, especially because I was so tired, I wouldn't want to You just drop move. your arms and you just lie down. Yeah, yeah. I would just want to like lay there for a couple seconds, just like lay down, and, and also then you catch slowly your breath. get like, up. <gasps> yeah, you catch your breath a little bit. I know exactly what you're talking about. Something told me. I just thought of another story. I'll tell it to you after this one. But something in my head told me I need to sit up immediately with urgency. I have to. And so I bolt up, man. I sit up so fast. And the second I do, the fucking bar falls down on one side right where my neck was. So I would have had my throat crushed. I would have died for sure. I would have died. Yikes! Final destination shit right there. For real, that's what it felt destination like. Destination fucked. <laughs> and so when I turned around and looked at that, I, I heard I heard the sound, and I was like, "What the fuck?" And so when I when I stood up and looked at it, my heart one, one side wasn't racked. Jumped, yeah. One side wasn't racked. It was just like on the bench, and then you know, luckily the weight was still on the bar because the clip, right? Yeah. But. That was just a really That's close. powerful moment for me. Like, there's a lot of lessons to be learned from that. Like, don't overdo it. Don't lift without a, a spot. Obviously, especially mm-hmm. when you're you're really like struggling to to get that thing up. You know, towards the end there. So that was crazy. So that was one big time close encounter. That was like that was just a, an unbelievable moment. Just the fact that something was telling me to to like sit up like that. And then I, I I very narrowly avoided that like total disaster. It would have been horrible. It must have been teetering right on the. If you don't know what it looks like, basically there's like a little hook, and then the it's, bar it's is supposed actually, to go hooked yeah, like that. It's kind of like a closed hook, but it's more like flat and angular, and it's just solid metal. Yeah. So after you lift, it's not in the way because it's more towards your head. Right. Where you lift with the bar around your chest level. And you've got to pull it, you know, put yeah. it back over, like yeah, over your head. You have to pick it up off the hook and then move it a little bit. And yeah. to rack it, once you're done, you throw it back a little bit. And so I, I guess I just did not go far enough back or something like that. Like there's no physical way that it was hanging in midair when you got up. So it must have been like right on the edge. It, it yeah, slipped or something. That's exactly what I'm thinking is it so had to be teetering Chris. right there. Yeah. And so something <clears throat> told me, sit up, man. This and isn't... that's what that's what I did. Like, and so I've got another related story that I just thought of that happened to me. Like, so that story was like three, four years ago, long time ago. This happened to me like a month ago, maybe mm-hmm. something crazy. So this is new. This is a new one. I don't think I told you guys about this one. So I was down visiting my grandparents, right? Uh, down uh, on the Southeast coast, one of the beaches, right? Um, it's July 4th. So we're making hamburgers. <laughs> White people. Yeah, like the classic, <laughs> like barbecue food, you know. And uh, so my dad is grilling. And, you know, before you grill, you've got to brush off the grill, get it clean and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then the brush is like, it's just, it's basically just metallic bristles, right? Yeah, so yeah. it's very like sturdy, like metal bristles, right? Yeah, yeah. Just cleaning it off. So I take a bite of my hamburger. And again... Something tells me in the back spit of my head, out. something tells me not to spit it out, but before you swallow this, why don't you chew this a little bit more, a little bit longer, move it around in your mouth and see what you can find. <laughs> a mini quest appears. In the- <laughs> a little bit of a mini quest. Yeah. 
And so I'm like... Like a hint. Hey, there might be a secret here. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to chew this unnecessarily long. And while I'm at it, I'm just going to move it around in my mouth a lot. And I start like feeling my tongue for anything that shouldn't be there. And lo and behold, I feel something. I pull it out of my mouth. And it's a metal grill bristle. Oh, one of the bristles Ugh. broke when you were brushing when they were brushing it. It came out of the grill brush thing, right? If you swallow one of the my grandma not this one that's in uh whose house I'm at, but my other one on my dad's side, right? Yeah. One of her friends actually died from like the same thing. They died from like swallowing it and it like punctured something. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, so but Chris, something again. Chris, you gotta me. watch your back, man. Death is after your ass. It's something. Well, some, is, well, well, but on the other know, side, somebody else is watching Chris's back. Some, yeah, something is something is out there that's telling me. It's like giving me this like secrets or something where it's like it's like a sixth sense or something like that, or it's like divine or something. You know what I mean? Where it's Chris, it's, it's making you work for it just a little bit. It's not <laughs> saying yo, it's about to fall. It's just giving you the, the hint. It's 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 like a. It's like a reflex, kind of. Mm. It's giving me this reflexive instinct to take some kind of action that I normally, under any other circumstance, would not do. Yeah. Normally, I'm laying down on you the bench it? trying to catch Sometimes my breath. Sometimes I close my eyes, too. Yeah, no, yeah. And I just let my arms go slack. I do the same thing. I would have died. <laughs> and then, I, you know, how many times have I eaten a burger as a white guy? A fucking ton. <laughs> like, I've eaten a, a lot of burgers in my life. <laughs> we have barbecues all the time. <laughs> Like every weekend we grill stuff, right? But, Last week uh, we were just eating a burger. Yeah, but uh, but but something something told me to keep chewing and like look for something, and I found a fucking grill bristle, man, like a grill brush bristle. That could have both of those circumstances could have been potentially lethal. very bad. <laughs> yeah, very bad. Fatal, not lethal. The second one. Not so much. I mean, you're probably not going to die from that. Like, you might puncture your stomach or something, or, like, your intestines or something Well, that, like that's that, assuming but... it punctures anything in the first place. Yeah. yeah. But still, it's, but it's it, like, it couldn't have been good. It couldn't, yeah. I mean, you don't necessarily want to be eating... Bristles. Metal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah there's that. I mean, hey, worst case scenario, Unless you probably could have, like, gotten surgery or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there you go. Look on the bright side there. <laughs> but, uh, but that's, uh... Your, your first story reminded me a little bit of something I learned from my coach uh, back in high school. And he was very, very safety oriented. He's like, you guys aren't going to fuck around in the gym. You guys aren't going to like, you know, haze each other to work harder. None of that shit's going to happen. It's going to be safety first because he's he's been a trainer for a while and he's like heard the stories and he's all that. He's probably seen a lot of shit. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's seen a lot of shit. Um, the very semester, not semester, year before I had that, you know, I was with him. Um, he is a common story in the school. A person lost his finger because you're racking one of the fifties. Fifty. It <laughs> happened at my school too. Is this is this like common? Anyways, a, a fifty dumbbell. Those things are thick. So when you rack it, They're heavy. Yeah. Sometimes you just kind of throw it in, especially as a five or a ten. You just kind of drop it in. Yeah. If you don't, if you don't but know if you what a rack up, looks like, it's basically just this metal thing that it sits on. But it, the edges aren't exactly like it's, broad. It's I mean, functional, not. It's you not know, meant to be comfy. It's, it's kind of sharp. It's not user interf- it's not user friendly. It's it's functional, you know. Yeah. And um, I've missed sometimes when I'm tired, when I'm not looking right, when I'm just tr- being lazy, and I just kind of throw it in. Yeah. And I've hurt myself really hard. Like it hurts a <laughs> fuck ton. I know. Yeah. When you crush yourself with just a, little, a even a five pounder, it just hurts like a bitch because it's metal against metal. Yeah. 
this guy was racking a really heavy one mm. and he lost his finger and yeah. didn't even realize it for like another three or four huh. seconds. Because <laughs> huh. it, it was so clean, it was so heavy, it just went right through like butter. And then he says just a few seconds to start hurting and he, he start yelling. It's just, oh uh, yeah, it's, that's a scary thought, man. There's so much that can go wrong in a gym. You really can't abuse it. Yeah, so he was like super careful about stuff. So one of the things he taught us was like, if you're ever, like never, never bench without a spot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and what a spot is, is a guy above you, like behind you, holding the bar and like watching you and you switch spots. That's what spotting is. Mm-hmm. Um, anyways, but he said, if you ever do go without a spot. Um, take the you put the weights on the side of the bar and then you put these clips to keep them there make sure one side is unclipped worst case scenario you can drop it and lean it and then the weights will slide off and now one side is really light you can just get out oh, right. worst case cool. scenario yeah right and uh, I come here to campus and I'm and uh, I started doing some of those weights and I keep one side unclipped and everyone's telling me hey man you didn't clip one of your sides I know okay I'm scared yeah it's a safety measure <laughs> But you, you obviously you do want to clip so the weights don't wobble and shake and right. it's even. But, hey, but something I, happens. I don't know, man. I just want to be able to get out alive. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it definitely kind of reminds me of the, I don't know, keeping it up, but like Final Destination. I think yeah. Final Destination 3 where some guy, he's like a really big jock and he's like keeps lifting weights and all that stuff until finally like some swords like cut off like the strings to the weight and when he like some finally, work? like some, so there's like swords above his, like his weights. Why? <laughs> it's like part of their school like mascot thing going on Wait, like, they're like real swords it's like a it's like a show no it's a, no, horror, it's movie. a horror movie yeah. oh okay see that okay that explains a lot <laughs> yeah i'm a big horror movie advocate so but yeah like <laughs> yeah so the swords cut the like weight strings or something and then when he finally like kind of like flexed and did the weights it like smashed his head oh man yeah it's pretty bad Ugh. so when i when you guys talk about like weight stores like that it kind of brings me back to that kind of movie scene like that's yep. like the worst, worst, worst. Sonny's head would crush the weights, though. <laughs> Sonny yeah, I'm that swole. <laughs> <laughs> you just hit a crack. It's the plates just breaking in half. It's pretty. The time like it's like you guys talking about like close encounters, but what about those like encounters that are not too close, but it still fucking hurts a lot though. Like you have to go to like a hospital, like or something. emergency room, or something, or just like like sprain your foot. Or Everybody's I... broke your bones or something. I know you definitely have a story about your ankle. I have a couple stories as well. Sonny sure has multiple stories about his feet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why don't you, yeah, you can start us off, man. So, let, so okay. So, I love to, like, dance. I'm not a good dancer, but right. I love to dance. Okay, okay. So, Correction. He's a he's a great dancer. But, yeah. <laughs> um, realistically, yeah. We, we, we don't dance, but, like, I know we love to dance. Mm-hmm, yeah, I, I know Sonny really loves to dance. And yes, he does. When it comes to dancing, I dance really hard. Sometimes I don't I don't want to stop dancing because I just love dancing. Yeah. So it all started. Prom, it all started in prom. Super wholesome. Yeah, he, he goes one hundred. He goes one hundred twenty percent. Like, yeah. There's no stopping this man. You you know like yeah I went Big to prom and you know everyone starts dancing and then there's me just going fucking hard on the dance floor and then my you know you get this moment where your feet start fucking hurting like crazy and shit. Yeah, I I got I couldn't walk. <laughs> I was dancing so hard I couldn't walk. And this was like after prom when I was starting to go home. I had two of my buddies carry me to my car because <laughs> you were there. My, my foot was just yeah, I was the ride, and my foot feet were like hurting like hell. And God, you like you, I just woke up the next morning and just felt that like pain just throughout my whole foot. <laughs> yeah. And later on in life, in my college years, <laughs> this is where it came back to bite me in the ass again. 
And so I went to this um, this uh, Zumba class with one of our friends, Stephanie, and her other friends. And um, it was this long ass class. It was a hard Zumba class. It was not like this. It was like Zumba times ten. I just wanted to have to explain. Was it, it. Wasn't it called something like Zumba? Some, it, was, it was like the intensive. Yeah. It was like a special. I, I, I forgot his name, but it, they say it was like Zumba times ten and all that right, stuff. Right, right, right. And so I'm jamming. I'm dancing. Stephanie wasn't dancing because she was sick that day. And it was just me and her two friends. And both of them, it was just me and Esther. She was there as well. Oh, okay. And so the other friend bounced out, and it was just me and Esther just dancing. So uh-huh. I got off the dance floor. My feet, once again, were hurting like a motherfucker. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm trying to walk. And my right foot just kept fucking hurting every time I stepped. I was like, oh, my God. Like, like I noticed, like, I, I remember back to my prom days. And I was like, oh, maybe I'll just get better and stuff like that. Yeah. And then I kept, I drove home and I realized, holy shit, my foot fucking hurts. Like, I, I can't, like, I almost can't walk. So I kept going and going and I, like, got into my house and my mom was like, well, where were you? Like, why are you so sweaty and stuff like that? <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, oh, I, like, oh, I had to go Zumba. So I was like, oh, you went to go dance? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, okay. Sunday, you know what happened last time you danced? <laughs> 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 and so I was like, "Yeah, mom, like my foot really, really fucking hurts." <laughs> and she's like, "Oh, okay, maybe we just get better later on." So I was like, "Okay, I'm just gonna go to my room. I'm still limping, by the way. When I'm like, I'm not fully like able to walk yet. <clears throat> Sit down in my chair, and then later on, I was playing league with these with Raz and Razme mm-hmm. and Mavian. And um, after a while, like I just kept thinking to myself, like, why does my feet hurt so bad? And then that whole night I couldn't sleep because I was in so much pain. Oh shit! And then I woke up the next morning and looked at my foot. It was swollen. It was like ballooning up. Oh and man! And I started I started panicking because I'd never ha- like this never happened before. Yeah. So I got really scared and I went to my mom. I was like, "Mom, like, what what's going on with my foot?" And uh, she's like, "Oh, I think you sprained your I think you sprained your foot." I'm like, "Oh shit." <laughs> Because I this never happened to me before. It's so, going so hard. <laughs> yeah, I was just going way too high, and so um, that's hilarious. I mean, so, not, but it's, it's kind of, it kind of is. <laughs> I mean, looking back, it's funny. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Right now, it's pretty funny. But yeah. and um, yeah, she's like, oh man, like this happened to my. This also happened to my dad too. He also oh, got man. like the same thing as I did. And he's like, okay. You know the dancing jeans from him. Yeah, <laughs> I think I got it from my mom mostly, but nice. So. She's like, oh, all right, don't worry about this. I got this. And so, you know, Asian people, they don't like going to the hospital or doctors mm-hmm. or anything like mm-hmm. that. So we did, we pulled out the Asian remedies. We put, pulled out the Tiger Bomb. <laughs> so she like rubbed that on my foot. It kind of like steamed my foot a little bit. I don't know how, I don't know how you f- describe that feeling of Tiger Bomb, but it just feels like it burns that, a bit. Is that kind of like Vicks? Yeah, it's kind of oh, like Vicks. it's like a, min- like a menthol-y kind of? Yeah, yeah. It's it's Asian version. I got gotcha. you. It's kind of like a cooling effect. When you put oh it on, yeah oh yeah it's like it's, menthol. it's totally Vix <laughs> yeah yeah so it's kind of like that and it she just put that on my foot and every time she took my foot it hurt like crazy yeah and so every single time she would like when I said to my mom like oh it hurts it hurts and she's like oh stop being such a baby like your dad would like had to do much worse and so her, her other form of mil- like remedy was she got boiling water. And she put my foot in it. Oh, God. <laughs> She's like, you, you think Tiger Bomb we, burns? Try this. <laughs> we didn't try, uh, I, 
ice? That's <laughs> <laughs> you know That's why I told her. I was like, Mom, let me just put some ice on it. She's like, no. This is what your dad did. It was how she got better. not a negative 100 Yeah, literally, she like, it, bo- it started boiling. She put it in. And she put my foot in it. Oh, my God. Oh my that God. shit hurt like a motherfucker. Damn, man. Oh I was, she was God. like, she's like, Sonny, put your, like, I tried to, like, I put my foot in a bit and put it out. Like, God damn, this shit's hot. And she's like, stop being such a baby, Sonny. Put your foot in. Your, your dad, you know, your dad, like, why was a lot harder than this. I'm like, and, and, and my dad, and my dad comes in. He's like, yeah, son. My shit was a lot hotter. And I was like, Dad, that's not helping. <laughs> like, it hurts. And like, yeah, I know it hurts, but you, it's the only way you got better. And so I'm getting double teamed by both my parents. Oh, God. Saying this thing, this shit works. And I put it, I put my foot down. I'm like, ah! Like, it's like all around tingling. And I'm like, God! So this, past, this goes by like three days. This remedy shit. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing it? Yes! <laughs> Because my parents are not getting better. So they yeah. Try to get so like, oh like, I couldn't walk. And, like, I'm in so much pain. Like, I had to use, like, the crutches just to get by in my house. Oh, God. And, like, after a while, like, oh, like, after the three days, my mom was asking, like, why is your foot not getting better? <laughs> your dad, your foot got better after three days. I'm like, dad, um, mom, I don't know why. I, maybe it's because of the remedies that are not working. She's like, oh. Don't worry, it works. So after like two more days, I finally told my parents, like, let me go to the doctors. <laughs> so I went to the doctors and like my mom, before we went to the doctor, my mom put Tiger Bomb. So you, my, my leg was like all oily and shit. Oh no. <laughs> so I went to the doctors and they're like, is your leg supposed to be that shiny? And like, yes, yes. <laughs> it's, the, it's the Tiger Bomb. And she's like, oh, okay. So I'm like, oh, we're just gonna scan it. We're just gonna check what's wrong with oh, it. Oh no! So they wheelchair me to the the X-ray room, and the guy comes out. He's like, "Holy shit!" He looks at my foot. He's like, "Dude, your foot is swollen." I'm like, "Yeah." <laughs> like, what happened? Like, I sprained my foot. He's like, "And is that swollen?" Yeah. Like, what do you? Well, think? actually, it might have been a couple of days where I burned it. <laughs> he's you like, didn't see yeah. the third degree burns on your foot." <laughs> and he's like, "Yeah." He's like, "I sprayed it." He's like, "Oh yeah." And it just confirmed that I sprained my foot. He's like, okay, we're just going to just bandage it up, just let it rest a bit, put some ice just to do with the swelling. Yeah. <laughs> there it is. The there ice. it is. The ice. <laughs> we went in the complete opposite direction of what we should <laughs> so we, So I went home, and I told my mom what happened. She's like, oh, yeah, I sprained my foot. Just told me to put ice in. He's admitted. The minute, so after I told her that, she's like, take off those bandages. <laughs> we're going back to the remedies. I was like, mom, no. <laughs> She's like, I need to put ice on this and like wrap this bandage, like wrap the the thing around it. I don't know what's called, like the bandage thing where it holds your the like the gauze. Or yeah, something? the gauze and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and like to hold it tight so it won't be swollen anymore. Yeah. She's like, yeah, you don't need that. <laughs> and I'm oh, like, no. look at my mom. This look at my dad. Has been with us since, you know, for generations. It and works. So yeah. So the next two days, I was fighting against my mom, and I was. I don't know why, but my mom kept yelling at me like to keep doing the remedies. So I still did it. I still did the burning water and then the ice. Some of my parents wouldn't even told me sometimes that we would not even use the ice. They just said, "All right, tag a bomb and <laughs> and boiling, the water. boiling water, good to go." And then, oh my god! After like two more extra days after that, I was finally I finally got better. I was able to walk. That's good. 
but I still feel that lingering effect where it still kind of hurts a bit, but I'm still able to walk now. Man, that's pretty crazy. <sighs> I have a abridged and shorter and not so cool version of that story. <laughs> um, one time for Stein's birthday, he takes us to a a tramp was it like a trampoline park. Yep. Yeah, and man, it was my first time going to one of those. I feel like I feel like I miss out a lot of my childhood not knowing about these, but damn, it was fun. It was just a couple years ago. Two years ago? Yeah. Yeah. Um, we're having fun. We're having a blast. Nothing goes wrong. I'm jumping all over the place. We later go back to Sunny's place just to chill and relax. And uh, one of our other friends who was there said, "Yo, my ankle, like I, I feel like it's not sprained, but like maybe a twist or something." He wasn't feeling so good. So mom came and gave gave him a little. So she had a little bucket and gave him a nice massage. No boiling water, you know, <laughs> none of that stuff. I like that. It was a nice little massage. I'm like, damn, that must feel nice. For me, I start feeling the same thing. Like. Few hours later, but was oh, my yeah. left was my left knee. Yeah, and yeah. to this day, and this was two years ago. To this day, um, my left knee doesn't bend like a certain way. I guess what happened was, um, I'm a, I'm a kind of a bigger dude. I you, I jump a lot. I probably injured it or jumped on it too hard. Mm-hmm. Um, I probably like you know overstressed the ligament in yeah. my left knee. So now I know for a fact that there is something that I fucked up, <laughs> but uh, it's not inhibiting my day to day life or anything. But if I lift and I squat, um, I can feel a little bit. So I just, oh, have, to be, yeah. I just have to be careful. Um, but other than that, uh, within a few weeks, actually no, it took, yeah, it took a, it took a couple, couple of weeks, maybe a month. Um, I can now walk and stuff. Now it's only noticeable when I sit like cross-legged on the floor, mm-hmm. like completely, and I can't bend it all the way. Or yeah. after just like a minute of sitting, I have to stretch my legs out. I guess oh, we're yeah. just not going about the temporary place. No, 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 no. But here's I've saying, heard a lot of stories about people getting really hurt there. Yeah, I think <laughs> really. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. My, I hear uh, a lot of stories because I, I live cousin, right over there. A lot oh. of people from my my high school go there and stuff. Mm. Well, they did. I don't really keep in touch. Okay, <laughs> I, I understood. I understood. Yeah. Like yeah. Uh, just 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 like one year ago, my family went to like this like outdoor thing. I don't I don't know what to call it. It was like some random farm, but they had this huge like trampoline thing. It was huge. It was like t- like ten people could be on at the same time, almost like a bouncy house, but nice. just just flat. It was, like a, it was a mega trampoline, nice, and I nice. go on it. And by the way, by this time I forgot about my pain in my left knee. Oh, I jump just a little bit, just a couple hops, and I feel it. I'm like, no, no, I'm, I'm gonna get off the trampoline right now before I like trigger this and cause another few weeks of pain. Oh yeah. So that was a good call. So now I know that th- now that's that was like a confirmation for me. I definitely fucked it up a little bit, so I do need to be careful. But, Did you go get it checked out? Nah. Because I know what they're going to tell me. You fucked it up? <laughs> yeah, like you fucked up. Like you, you jumped too hard. Now you... Like, I got to be perfectly honest with you, man. I wouldn't go to a Western doctor for that. I would go to an, like an acupuncturist. Oh, Ooh. actually, I, I haven't have yet to be, go to an acupuncturist. And before I, 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 before I let you talk about an acupuncturist, because <laughs> I know you have and I know you have something to say about it. Um, one of my uncles, uh, he, he had this job where he like lifts stuff. And he just he injured his back so bad one time that he just... It was weird. It's just like crack or something. Like yeah. he didn't know what was going on. And yeah. Western doctors didn't help. He at one point when somebody noticed him in pain at the gym because he was like you know going sauna and trying to go like you know the hot bath something like that to uh, alleviate some of the pain. He said, "You'll lie down. Let me like step on your back, but really lightly." And he just kind of like chiropractored him. Okay. Oh And yeah. all of a sudden, like one nice good crack, and he was good. Like like you might, he's walking fine and everything now. He's right. like, totally good. It was just a little misalignment. Maybe he pulled something. And he just didn't know how to take care of it. And the doctors were like, yeah, you probably just injured, just rest a few weeks, and, and nothing really happened. I'm going to say Western doctors, they're good for what they do, right? Yeah. But sometimes what they do does not go far enough, 
or maybe they don't have a, as good of a practical understanding of the body as they as they might. What I mean by that, and that's not to to uh, what's the word? Dis. Yeah, I'm not this trying to like diss word. on them. Yeah, I'm not trying to like belittle. Uh, there we go. What they do or anything like that. Obviously, they're masters of the field and they know certain things. But that does not mean that there are not other cultures, other areas that have other ex- areas of expertise. Yeah, Western medicine is not the only kind of medicine. Yeah. There's Eastern as well, and that's kind of what I found to be personally the most helpful. I'll give you two examples: myself and uh, this is and, a very uh, my big own. advocate of. Yeah. Oh yeah, big time. He's a very big. So, my grandfather, he lives in New Mexico in the middle of nowhere, right? So, he doesn't really get around to see, you know, obviously in our area, we have, like, a lot of options, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, big population, all that. So, we take him to a chiropractor, because I think that his neck was feeling funny or something like that uh, when he was visiting us. And, uh, you know, he went in for his neck, but he came home and he told us, that they moved his stomach because his stomach was out of line and it was like causing him pain or something like that. And so I guess that they had to push it under his ribs again or something like that. Cause it had just escaped where it was naturally supposed to be like the natural like setting of it. I'm not going to try understanding that, but I, I don't get it either. I have no idea, but the ancient chief <laughs> for some type of reason, they were able to like manipulate where his organs were and, kind of set everything where they were supposed mm-hmm. to be and he said that <laughs> he had like a lot less discomfort after that <laughs> the go only, figure I, I love trying to put reason to shit and the only thing i can get out of this is yeah i think your organs should be where they should be and yeah i mean yeah like, exactly how they, how they move like how i i i wish magic i wish that it's, I, like, it's, it's like that um what's that jim carrey uh, ace ventura where he just puts his hand through someone's throat and yeah. just kind of move shit around right like, right right yeah, I don't know. It's pretty incredible. So that's I've I've personally have never been to a chiropractor. I'd like to because I hear like good things about it. The like, chiropractors um, where they like, crack your stuff, right? Yeah, I guess that oh, they just I need one so fix bad. your shit up. I yeah, need, I need that shit so bad. One of my friends, Justin, told me that he had a, like a lot of back pain before, but he's been going to a chiropractor nearby and uh, he just hasn't had any pain anymore. But uh, that's that's kind of another thing. My thing is if you can find yourself a legit like like fresh off the boat fucking acupuncturist in your area man you got to do it because they can help you with so much stuff and i talked about this a little bit with that's like the needle that's like the needles through your like skin or whatever it's yeah so they have these very fine needles and all throughout your body if you ever look up like an acupressure or acupuncture chart you can see all of the little points and and it shows the colors like flow flow of Mm -hmm. blood and all that flow of like energy and uh and what point corresponds to like what like organ or, or what, whatever you know so a little bit of you spoke a little bit on this not too much but a little, a little bit, bit in the yeah mental spoke, health yeah and the, the mental health I, I delve into this a little bit but i am a big time advocate for like this particular thing because of i personally have witnessed it working for not only myself for over like 10 15 years now i've been going since i was in early elementary school to the same guy yeah you said you had like you know other stuff wasn't working for you. So he managed to fix... So I went to a doctor, right? Same as you. I went to the doctor... Or same as someone. I can't remember, like... <laughs> where we just talking about. Yeah, my there's, uncle, like, so much stuff. Yes. Yeah, so I go to the doctor because when I was, like, a little kid, my ankles were really weak. Like, I could only walk around for maybe, like, ten minutes, and I had to sit down because I was in so much pain in my feet, in my ankles. Oh, man. 
And so obviously that's not really how a little kid is supposed to be. You know, they're running around for hours, you know, all that. Uh, so we go to a Western doctor and they give me these shoe inserts mm. and they were pretty expensive. I mean, they cost a lot of money and I would have to keep getting them and getting them because, uh, you know, obviously I'm, I'm a little kid. My feet are growing rapidly. Uh. But it wasn't even necessarily helping that much. So my uncle, who had been going to acupuncture for a long time because he didn't have health insurance, so he just went to this because it's like 40 bucks a pop, right? Um, relatively cheap. Yeah, that was my next question. Like, but we'll get there later. Sorry. Yeah. He doesn't really take insurance, right? But you can pay cash or yeah, like yeah, card. Yeah. Um, or my insurance doesn't cover it necessarily. So anyway, um, I go in and we, my parents tell him like his ankles or his feet hurt or something. He takes one look at my feet snaps the shit back it was like dislocated he, he just grabs yeah. Leg. yeah he takes my feet and he goes like like that like that <laughs> what the fuck? and uh puts some no, needles no. in what we're saying right now it sounds looks very horrifying yeah. <laughs> his hands are literally just making cracking motion yeah like, it's like like you take bamboo and just snap it but without your knee that's, yeah that's the motion he made <laughs> so he does that right he he relocates my apparently dislocated ankles that the western doctors did not catch for oh. one reason or another he fixes it just by moving it around, manipulating it. Then he takes this pen. Looks exactly like a pen, but it's a very fine, sharp point. And he starts going click, 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 all over my ankles, drawing the blood out. Oh, little teeny pinpoint. Little teeny tiny, like, oh yeah, that that hurts. That hurts a little bit. Well, it's been a very long time since I've had that. He hasn't done that in a long time, but as a kid, that definitely hurt. It didn't feel good. So it goes like click, 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 click. There's a bunch of little tiny holes, and I'm bleeding from them. So that hurts. <laughs> but what made it... Can I ask the purpose of that? I'll tell you. I'll tell you. Is it bloodletting? Don't know what that is, but I'll tell you. The further step, he goes even beyond, you know, just clicking holes and stuff in me. He gets some suction cups. Oh, it is bloodletting. I know all about this. All right. <laughs> yeah, he gets some suction cups, and he goes like, squeeze, 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 and my... My ankle, <laughs> like the skin on my ankle is like... It a, turns to a big bubble, right? Yeah, like a little bubble, right? And uh, and all the blood is like oozing out of my of my holes that he made. And he's mm. like, this is like bad blood. I have to get it out. Yeah, okay. So he's draining the blood out, I guess, you know. Mm. And uh, man, like two, three sessions of that, my feet are totally golden man so it's just a little bit of acupuncture with the needles a little bit of the pin clicking a little bit of the the drawing of the blood and then the relocation totally fine and then the other thing is you know you can go for like basically any physical ailment um one of the things that i i think i mentioned on the other pod but uh i'll bring up again here is probably the most astounding visual transformation for me is i actually have uh like mild to moderate scoliosis. Um, it definitely affects the way that I walk. Like if you ever watch the way that I walk, my my hips are like misaligned and my shoulders are kind of misaligned. I'm like kind of like on a tilt a little Chris bit. Chris walks like crab sideways. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> um, it just looks kind of, it looks a little off. Something looks off about me when I walk or when I do certain things. But one thing that my acupuncturist was able to do solely with the use of the needles there was no manipulation of my back with his hands or anything like that just needles in my feet in my arms in my back 
and for several sessions, right? The transformation is visual. You can see in the before and after pictures, which I might decide to put up for you guys, there's in my lumbar spine kind of like a C-shaped curve and then it comes back on itself. So imagine it's like a straight oh, line, a little bit of a curve outward to one side, and then this like, way. And it comes back in. And it comes back in, yeah. So it's like the scent sign. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> a little bit, like a C. C for Chris. C for curvy Chris. <laughs> yeah, it's like that, right? That's the before picture. And then I have one during, and then I have one after. The after one? Not only is my spine straight again, but the muscles on each side look a lot more balanced because I had a lot of muscle imbalances I was lifting yeah. at the time. And obviously you'd work out one side more than the other. A lot more because my spine was not only bent, it was twisted like this. Oh, dang. Yeah. Wow. So that's just another well, thing that happens. Rotated a little bit. Yeah. So it's like rotated, twisted, whatever. It's, it kind of sucks. I still have it. It's been a long time since I've been treated. I really should go back and get treated again. But, um, but if you look at the pictures... The curve that's visible in the picture, in the before picture, is no longer visible in the after picture. It's incredible. He literally, no surgery, no nothing like that. He fixes my spine and completely, like, aligns it in a way that it should be. Of course, it wasn't, like, perfect. I should, I, I really should have kept going, but I didn't have a job at the time. I didn't want to be a financial burden on my family or anything like that, so I didn't really go. Now that I have a job, I would love to go back and like really get my shit fixed, you know. But uh, but that's something that's that really just demonstrates the power and the effectiveness of acupuncture. That's like one testimonial for me. The final thing that I'll mention, just as an advocacy for uh for acupuncture, is I, as a kid, I definitely mentioned this before, suffered severely from anxiety and uh, just things like that, right? Kind of OCD. I actually think I have OCD. I'm not going to lie. You mentioned that going to therapy did not help, and so you tried acupuncture, and that really did it for you. Yeah, it was incredible. <laughs> so I went to I went to therapy for like maybe two or three sessions, and I just was not able to open up and talk about this thing because I had anxiety about talking about it. Yeah. I, it was like the cycle. I, couldn't, I just couldn't do it. And so my parents, again, you know, they took me to the acupuncture they told the doctor the problem, and he was like, okay, got it. <laughs> He's always, I got it. Let me got just crack it. another something. He was good. And so this was several months long process, of course, and it definitely costs a pretty good chunk of money. Won't be a problem if you have insurance for it. But, uh, but yeah, um, by the end of the thing, and this was probably, like, late elementary school, by the time I was, like, going through middle school and high school, you know, like, I was just golden. Like, I had amazing mental health. And, uh, you know, of course, I deteriorated, like, my second year of college just due to some other external stimuli. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Understood. <laughs> Understood. Uh, but, but I'm coming back to it, yeah. To the acupuncture. You said it was, like, what, $40 a pop? 40 bucks a pop, yeah. And, and how then... often – okay, so you say you don't really go that often. But let's say – not during your peak time, but let's say if – now that you have money. And let's say you make it a regular habit. How often would you go? Would it be, like, a once-a-week thing, a once-a-month thing? It No, it, it – completely depends on what problem you're having um, sometimes he'll say okay see you tomorrow or he'll say oh, okay shit. see you next week so you really have to commit to it because he is fully committed to you my doctor works awesome doctor. 365 days a year every like every single he never misses a day and if he does like go on vacation or something which is very very rare like he went his 
calling in life is to be there and help people. He feels this obligation to be there and help people because he has this All ability. Right, so that's coming to the Asian guy. Okay, so that was one. Um, the bloodletting, I actually know a little bit about it. After he did that, for the next few days, was it a dark circle? Or dark oh, yeah. circles wherever he did it? Yeah, yeah. sure. So, um, uh, Sonny, you might know a little bit about this. Um, uh, cupping. Do you know Cup, what cupping yes. is? All right, so what cupping is, is uh, on, it's usually on the back. It can be done anywhere. It's, it's kind of massage-y, yeah. massage-ish. Um, it's usually on the back, so I'm going to use that example. So they take a huge cup-type thing, put on your back. Sometimes they use a flame to kill the air. Sometimes they use a cup to kill the air, but not always. Sometimes more advanced, they have like suction, like gun. And they your skin bubbles up like a huge dome. Mm-hmm. And after a few minutes, they let it go, and it rests. And then they do it in multiple places around your body, depending where you want it, and it bruises. And naturally bruises because what they just do is stretch out your skin. Right. Now, that's a very Asian culture thing. Now, the bloodletting thing, that was very um, – I don't want to be wrong about this. I know a lot of Indian people do it. I'm Indian. But I know for a fact – okay, I almost know for a fact that it's uh, an Arab culture thing. Sure. Where it's bloodletting. So, same thing, but they make little holes and cuts. Yeah. And um, same thing. They put, put teeny little lacerations that you barely feel. It yeah. tickles. It makes you want to squirm but if if they do nothing after that and you run your hand over it it'll heal within minutes like there's no actual blood coming sure yeah. but then they put the suction on it pull at it and then the blood starts letting out yeah and so like uh, i haven't really been inside practice but my dad has a set and we do it every once in a while to each other and um like and my brothers and when i do it or my brothers do it the blood is like dark black and it's literally bad yeah blood. it's not blood that's exactly what it was and i'm like wait aren't you just losing blood from this no and obviously but you shouldn't eat right before or something like that right mm-hmm. it's not taking away from your blood supply it's literally just congealed leftover shit in your system yeah like it's it's disgusting it's black blood when my dad does it sometimes it's red or pinkish blood sometimes just water and uh we google it and say when it's water you want to stop because there's nothing to take I see. Wow. I mean, you, uh, these two, you guys have both seen my dad yeah. and how he's crazy so fit oriented and yeah. like health. Like, I'm not just talking about working out. It's the holy trifecta. He eats well, he works out, and he does cardio. He does everything. Right. Like, he is oh, like a role model for a lot of people. He's a role model for me as well. Definitely. So, when I do it to him, and he still does it, like, at least once every two, three months, he does it. Uh, Where does he do it particularly? At home. We have no, set. no, no, on his body, on his body. Oh, it's almost always a back because that way you can use the biggest cups. I see. And it's like one on his shoulder blade, one, small, a little smaller one's lower. And so the lower he's, gets... Uh, he's, not, it, he's not necessarily isolating some part of him that's like in pain no, or something. No, no. Uh, one time he went bald and we did on his head and that was... I felt <laughs> so scared. I didn't want to cut to something. That's was, so funny. I was so anxious for him. But oh uh, you, you can do it on your arms, you can do it uh, on your feet and I think legs. But it's usually just open areas where you're not of like getting cut really yeah. but um it's just kind of cultural it's just do on the back because that's the biggest and easiest so yeah, we, sure. we weren't targeting anything specifically but it was very very interesting and uh, whenever that would happen i would have bruise on my back for the next few days yeah you want to oh, wearing a shirt is the worst thing ever yeah. <laughs> but uh it it really does work like the, but the last time i did it I, I passed out because i ate right before and i wasn't ready for it <laughs> interesting that's never happened to me. I've never passed out from it. But again, I've only... Uh, I've done it multiple times. And I only passed out one bit. time is because uh, I, I I don't want to say I either had too much food or it's too little food or something. Uh-huh. But everyone else did it. They were fine. It mm-hmm. reminds me of um, the remedies about like the old, old ass like remedies about 
putting leeches, leeches on your body. Yeah. Oh. So yeah, so that's kind of where the idea came from. And oh wow. The, I don't know too much about it except for the fact that I played Assassin's Creed and they have doctors in there. And I mean, they talk, from games. <laughs> and they yeah. talk and they talk about it. And uh, that was kind of the idea where they just suck the, the it's like surface blood kind of, uh-huh. and they just do that. That's kind of scary, nice. Leeches actually like cut holes in your bodies. But, yeah. but that's what's controlled. They don't just let them at you. You know, they <laughs> hold it. I don't, I don't know how they do it specifically, but that's very interesting. I never but thought of it. Bloodletting, yeah, it's it's an actual thing. And also, you mentioned chiropractoring, chiropractory, chiropractic, chiropracticianing, or something. <laughs> I want to do that so bad. Like so, yeah. so like you guys know this about me, but I crack everything. Yep. Like you know, even elbows, like mm-hmm. neck, back. Can you do it for us right now? Yeah, hold up. That was both elbows, yeah. <laughs> and then, and then I mean I could do I could do more, but it's just sounded weird. <laughs> ASMR. Oh, okay, boy. that was my knuckles and neck. Yeah. But anyways, he's cracking last stuff. Yeah, so like <laughs> when I'm bored, I just crack like, and I know you're not really supposed to. And a chiropractor will do it properly. I want to go because you know I heard stories. I saw this video about the try guys doing it, and they they it looked like they were having a lot of fun. Yeah, and um, I also know like, I I don't have scoliosis or anything but um just the way i've been holding my bag and the straps being misaligned oh, stuff yeah. i naturally walk a certain way definitely um and the only reason i know this and i would never have known because i didn't really go to doctor for this is when i sleep and i go completely flat on my back i feel a sort of uncomfortableness over time and i realized it was because i was always curling myself a certain way when i yeah, walk when sure. i sit when i lift and it was turning out into an unhealthy habit so i really do want to try like some of this shit out I would love, yeah, if someone could just align my body the way it's supposed to be again, I would, I, that'd be tremendous, man. I would love that. Like, mm-hmm. would you consider ch- chiropractic? Yeah, I would, like, as, like, would I go? Yeah, like, like a one-time thing, like, we just go one time. I, I would all, go, all of us. yeah, we should, yeah, we should go. And just, just. I'll hit up Justin and ask him, like, where he goes, because he definitely recommends that guy. And yeah, and how much is it? That's a good question. <laughs> true, true, we should probably figure that out. But when it comes know, to acupuncturing, I'm gonna hit you up and ask for your for your guy. So yeah, I would I would definitely. I mean, this guy. Are you gonna do a shout out for him? Uh, <laughs> maybe I don't know if I want to give away too much. Honestly, uh, ask him first. <laughs> yeah, as far as like locationy type stuff, you know what I'm saying. But mm-hmm. but uh, I would just say if you can look up, I don't know, like acupuncturists in your area. Make sure it's like legit. Make sure there's good reviews for it, and people actually like swear by it the way that people I know in in our community swear by this guy. And the way you swear by him. And the way I swear by him, yeah, definitely. There's a lot of shit that I swear by, <laughs> and that's definitely one of them. And a lot of them don't have to do with uh with um you know like Western medicine stuff. But I think that we'll have to get into that another day. This is getting to be quite a long one, but. I think I just have one weird thing to say. Just, mm-hmm. just uh, don't like completely throw away <laughs> Western medicine. Yeah, on yeah. It. Just, so, there's so, there's a time and place definitely, especially like antibiotics. And yeah, stuff. yeah. When when it comes to more like the actual, um, I want to say like the the pills and like the like the manufactured yeah. goods. Yeah. Like, um, I mean, he did put the disclaimer at the beginning: don't belittle it. And yeah. I, I know we went on kind of a mm-hmm. long tangent of on Eastern medicine, but yeah, yeah. By no means we're belittling. Like there are times when. Definitely, yeah. yeah. I mean, you definitely have to go. Uh, I don't know. I'll save it for another time. <laughs> I think we'll have to do a whole podcast where we just get into like different health shit 
you know, regarding Western medicine and stuff. Yeah. I mean, we've definitely because touched on a lot I, of these. We need a dot there on this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Actually, actually, yeah, I think it'd be interesting to have... Like, like a medical student or something. A medical student or a doctor, somebody who has something to say about it. Yeah. And we kind of throw our uh, myths at him and he, and he or she's like, nah, that's a lie, man. Yeah, Where they you can debunk it or we can, you know, hey, share experiences. Any of you viewers or doctors or something, medical students, hit us up. Maybe <laughs> join the podcast. <laughs> yeah, we would love to hear your thoughts on some of this stuff. And um, also experiences with like Eastern medicine, not just Eastern, but just medicine that are like, you know, remedies that you don't really see around here because – Acupuncture, I've never gone to it. Chiropractoring, I've never done that. Um, I'm I'm only coming to know about from you guys. So mm-hmm. if I could learn about more things out there, that would be really interesting. I know like uh, some people go to like steam rooms and they put like a certain type of incense in there. And oh, like essential uh, essential oils and stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I know, I know that's the thing. Like, you th- probably didn't get close enough to me to notice, but I'm I'm wearing some right now, man. What? what, what? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we will talk about this on the next episode. All right, but yeah, look hit, forward to but, it. <laughs> yeah, please, like, hit, hit hit me up, hit us up with like some of these things because. I'm also looking forward to some of this. For sure. Like, the amount of time I spent on Google looking up, like, what's the healthiest, like, this thing I can do? What's, like, the best thing I can do for this thing? Like, I'm definitely interested. Like, if you know something, don't hold out on me, man. I know. I will not hold out on you if you don't hold out on me. (laughs) So Chris is sharing with you all. And I'm going to benefit from that. And I'm hoping you share. And so we can benefit more. And hopefully this this might help some other people because, you know. Trust like trust Chris. I can't say trust me, but trust Chris. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> from cars to <laughs> actually, yeah, and also like near like close encounters, near death experiences. If you guys have any of those to share, please do. D- tell me, tell me, someone out there has had these kind of like interventions yes. or or like instincts or something like that. I would love to hear that. But uh, but thank you so much for for listening. Thank you for joining us today, and uh, we'll definitely see you next time. So. Peace Peace out. out. See you guys next time on Sick Podcast. Bye.